Welcome to another edition of Dr. Decision and Coach. My name is Dennis McCurdy. I'm here with Dr. Leo Polizzati. Our goal is to give you down-to-earth, honest information that you can use, suggestions, techniques that will improve your decision-making process and your life. Some people say, or some researchers say, we make as many as 35,000 decisions a day. That's a lot. In fact, researchers at Cornell University estimate that we make 226.7 daily decisions just about food. And I know that's true because the other day I was stuck in the Shaw's parking lot for about 20 minutes deciding, do I go get a grinder? Do I go in the store and get something? Do I get something frozen? I must have spent 10 minutes, probably did 500 decisions that day. Well, there's that book that someone wrote. I forget the title, but basically it says that there's too many choices. You walk down the uh, aisle for cereals, I like Cheerios myself. It's not an advertisement. There are probably, what, 10 different kinds of just Cheerios, never mind all the other right. cereals. So right. He said you get overwhelmed by all these choices. I think he was saying that basically three to five choices is, more, is about what we can handle. In fact, I remember in the book he talked about having like 20 different types of jellies available, and the next day they had like five, and they sold more on the day they had five, because people weren't befuddled by all those choices. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. I, never read, I never read the whole book. <laughs> well, go back and read it now. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about an interesting subject. Today we're going to talk about an, an interesting subject. What's better to determine our success, skill or will? What do you think, Doc? Well... Actually, it's a, probably a combination, or it is a combination of both. Years ago, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, who was uh, in Germany, and when he saw the troops marching off to war, uh, there's this famous line, and I forget it exactly, but something along the lines of, look at those men marching off to war. They really have power. So this idea of the will to power came to be a phrase that relates to Nietzsche. What happened was, of course... Germany did not take over the world. And so the idea is, is that a will doesn't mean it's actually going to happen, and a wish is even weaker than that. You need to develop a skill to put these things into play, and then, of course, maybe be lucky enough that it works out. So the bottom line is a will and a wish is not a decision. So if someone starts out with a wish, boy, I wish I made more money. Okay. And they had the willpower to work at it, and they really wanted it, and they made a decision to do it and put that decision into practice. That's what happens, not simply, gee, I'd like to have a new car. That's a nice wish, but everyone here knows that's listening that that's a, a long jump to the new car. And what they also really need is a plan, something they can follow that will get them to go in the direction they want to go or help them along the way. You know, how much do I have to save every day in the case of a new car? Do I have to get a part-time job? All of those things, all those steps that come into play, people forget about the steps. Correct. And, and if you take some action, uh, the uh, quote-unquote universe rewards actions, which is an interesting phrase, but that basically means is you're taking action so things start falling into place. Not guaranteed, but that's the only way it'll work at all. Right. And having that plan where you're taking a little bit of action every day tends to work best for most people step by step yard by yard it's awfully hard 
but inch by inch, it's a cinch. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. The uh, decision to take the first step and the skill that you, one acquires gives a sense of success and the person is automatically motivated. There's a lot of talk about motivation and we could spend days on motivation. But when I worked at Zenith Radio Corporation, I remember, I remember reading this book in management that said basically, once people make enough money, whatever that means, in my case, it's not that much. <laughs> but if someone said, I'll make up a number. If someone said, I make $100,000 a year, oh, that, that, that's good. They, you're not going to motivate them to, to work a lot harder to make 110 or 120 because that's enough for them to feel like, well, th that's good. I don't need to do that, and they go in another direction. On the other hand, you have some people who have decided they really want to make a lot of money, and so that doesn't slow them down. When you hear about these multimillionaires and billionaires now, especially billionaires, I've often wondered, why do they keep at it? Why, why do they keep working at it if they've got multi-million dollars? Because my fantasy would be if I had a million dollars tomorrow, why, why would I work? I know I would, but I'm just saying that as a given example. It's so the pursuit. Absolutely. You have to have a goal. Most people's goals aren't too high and they fail. They're too low and they succeed. Well, that, yeah, I've heard that too. I, right. I can't recall. I think it's Michelangelo, but we'll have to look it up and see. I never met him. I'm not that old. Close. <laughs> Basically, there are some people, let's say uh, natural athletes, they're just so good, they still need to decide to become an athlete, and they need to decide to work at it. But there is some things that maybe genetics have as an effect, which we can mention later on at some other podcast. But the bottom line really is it, it, the effort, and everyone, I think, knows that by now. And the reason why we're doing this podcast is life comes down to decisions, and the skill to make decisions is critical. And, of course, put them into practice. The skill to make good decisions. Exactly. We make yeah. bad decisions every day. And that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. I won't go down that road about our government at the present. I did a presentation once with uh, an analyst that I did work with. And not me, but one of the other people came up with this title, Learning to Decide and Deciding to Learn. So what Dennis and I here want to do is help you to learn to decide now, we know you make decisions all the time, but effective decisions for personal growth. And then, of course, then you, you make the decision to learn because beyond that, we can't make it happen. And talking about learning, though, too, I mean, you and I are both well-read. One of the things I find, though, is that people will read book after book after book on a subject but never actually take action. So you can learn anything you want, it's always about putting things in action, taking those steps every single day. It's that persistence that counts. The best thing I've heard about that was my uncle, or one of my uncles, now passed away, unfortunately. He had this phrase that he said in Italian, it's, it was better or something. You know how people have said that? Well, if you hear it in the original German, it's a lot better. Anyway, I didn't speak Italian. I still don't. And he said, this guy walks into this auditorium and he's going to listen to this orchestra. So he's sitting up, this, he's early, so he's sitting up there by the front, the conductor waving the baton and people are warming up. The mm -hmm. violinist is, you know, and pianist. And so they're all warming up. And after about an hour or so, he 
looks down at the conductor and he says, hey, Mr. Conductor, this orchestra sounds great in practice, but when are they going to actually start playing the tune? And he, he told that to me because he felt like I was doing too much practice, like Dennis just pointed out, even way back then when I was a teenager. It's all about the practice, though. Except if it's overdone, and that's what you're saying. Well, well you want right. You don't want to get stuck in practice. Yeah. You've got to pull the trigger. You've got to take action. Yeah. You've got to move forward. And there are skills that you can learn that help you, since you have the will, obviously, the willpower to do these, to help you actually take action. Actually take action? Yeah. One of them, what's her name again that developed that? Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. She has this 54321 a technique, I guess I should call it. If you haven't heard it, it sounds kind of, really? You know, that type of thing. Uh, and yet, uh, she's very well known in the motivational field. And, but the bottom line is, is that I've tried it. And what you do is you're sitting in the chair and you go, oh, let's see. Now you're weighing your options. Do I want to watch the end of this movie? I don't know. It's not that exciting. I got some, something else I got to do outside. So you're sitting there kind of pontificating about which way to go, and you're procrastinating, and, and then what you do is you remind yourself, wait a minute, it's five, four, three, five, four, three, two, one. You get up and go to it. And believe it or not, it really does help get you going. I mean, I've done it myself. It's like she, she uh, said it's compared to when they used to launch, or they still launch, you know, rockets. Well, countdown, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, you know. Uh, same type of thing. You, you have it so programmed into yourself, and when you say one, you just enough to step up. Because otherwise, if you don't do that, you have to wimp out, I guess. I don't know what else to call it. It's our personal launch countdown. Exactly. Personal launch countdown. So there are a lot of techniques like that and uh, skills like that, too, that we'll go over as we go through other podcasts about these things. One of the other things I wanted to mention on, in this particular one is the thing about the three Ps. This is psychologist created a style of uh, working that really was very beneficial and still is. The way he discovered it was he did some research. Happened to, no, actually, he wa walked into a room where they were doing research with dogs a long time ago, and they were in a cage, and they would jump over this little barrier onto the other side and lay there for a couple of minutes and jump back over to the other side so he asked the guy there, what are you doing? And he said, oh, we're seeing what, what they'll do. We give them a mild electric shock to their feet. It doesn't hurt them, but it's enough to be annoying. So they jump to the other side. He said, well, how about this one over here? This one is not moving. He says, I know. After a while, they just give up jumping. In other words, they're not, it's not winning for them. So they just give up jumping. So he developed this, this whole model that talked about people who just ran out of the speed or the, the idea that they're going to keep going because they just, they just give up. So he took that and flipped it over. He was on a plane going somewhere and talking to an insurance agent from a particular, particular company, and he said to the guy, you, do you have those questionnaires that people use? A lot of you people in the audience have uh, been exposed to this. I, I have. They have a sheet. Would you like to do this? You like to eat candy. You like to do whatever. Then you flip it over and say something. And by that, they decide who is going to be a good salesperson. What he did, he, he told this person, who was a high-level person in the operation, obviously, and he said, look, it, I've got a model I developed that doesn't look at it that way. We give people a little questionnaire that talks about whether that they feel like they really can make a change, that their position uh, in life is that 
if it's good, it's going to be permanent, it's pervasive in different parts of their life, and it's personal. They actually did it themselves. In other words, it's internal and changeable if necessary, not external, and there's nothing I can do in going down that particular route. So what he did was he developed a program to actually teach people to do that. And he says, let me, let me get a bunch of people that I will teach them this process. It'll take a half an hour to an hour. And they'll just think about it that particular way. And then let's do some research and see how they do as far as sales. Well, guess what? Might have already guessed. Their sales were way above the people who they hired who had the old model asking them these other inane questions or whatever you'd like to call them. So that really proved it, and, and it turned out to be a big deal. He wrote a book on it. The rest is all history. So we'll be going into things like that and others because we're not here to just give you a pep talk about decisions, but we really want to help you build in skills to be able to make them, put them into practice, and have a more successful life, and maybe not with the whole 365 a day or, or whatever, that type of stuff, but something where you don't procrastinate. And as a matter of fact, in one of the upcoming podcasts, we're going to talk about procrastination, and not in a, a standard way. Oh, gee, people put things off and they need to make a decision. No, no, we're going to go over some specifics on how to do that, and it's probably stuff, some of it you have never heard before. When are we going to do that one? I don't know. I'll make a decision someday. Are you procrastinating on that? <laughs> All right, so today we talked about the theory of 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 is a great skill for you to adapt in your life, especially when you can't get out of bed in the morning sometimes on those cold mornings in New England. The difference between a wish, a want, and taking action. A wish doesn't get you anywhere. Taking action is what gets you somewhere. It's all about the action. Remember, the universe rewards action. Even if the action you take doesn't always work, at least then you're getting information about what doesn't work, and you can move on, move forward. Absolutely. By the way, that universe thing, just so people don't think, we're not, we're not uh, funky kind of people. Well, you might be. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're pretty down to earth. But you get what that means. Some of you may and some of you may not. It doesn't literally mean you somehow do this for you. It just means that in general, it, in California, we used to say you put out positive effort. So that's the idea behind it. Right. Positive effort, positive effort. Right. Back. If you don't take any action, you don't get any results. Exactly. Well, maybe you get results you don't want. Exactly. So until next time, this is Dr. Decision and Coach saying make better decisions.